between the life we see and the world we dream, there are stories when they are told. Nightmares become imagination. So please. Thomas, you aren't. Hello to the guild. Hopefully you're not growing hair at an alarming rate. Welcome to the Dim Light Anxiety Podcast. I am your host, Giggles, and I am so excited about today's story. It really has my mind reeling. No nightmares were wasted on this one because my brain won't stop thinking about the layers in the story. I could go on, but first, I wanted to talk about something disturbing that happened to me this week. Yes, again, I can't win. I know. (laughs) So I have this car that I really feel like people refuse to see. So many times I'm concerned with their complete lack of awareness of me being right in front of them. However, this week I felt like someone saw me a little too clearly. I was driving normally when this truck pulled up right behind me. It's not like I cut them off or anything, but they started riding my tail. There was plenty of room to move around me and everything. They followed me all the way to my turn into my apartment complex, then buzzed by me while I was still turning. For a second, I thought they were going to turn with me, but now I'm worried that they know where I live. Fortunately, With my roommate, I don't live alone, and there are a lot of other apartments in my complex. But he or she knows my car. Hopefully, I mean, really hopefully this is the end of it, but I will update you if it's not. Speaking of updates, here's new news on the snake. It seems the snake in the toilet was because of the neighbor's child that put it in there. Not because it came up the pipes, which makes a lot more sense to me and aids me in at least some comfort. (laughs) My story is not really coming true. The child grabbed it from the toilet and put it in there. So, you know, it's totally different, right? (laughs) I found this out actually because they reported it in my local newspaper. I guess it was a slow news week or something. (laughs) All sorts of scary stories happening to me right now when what I really want to hear are your terror tales from campy Two. that car is coming right for me scary I want to hear them all because your fucked up brains came up with them so what's your story hmm once crafted email me at dimlightanxiety at gmail.com for a chance to have your creation come to life But until then, let's focus on today's Nightmare Crafter. The reason you can't sleep tonight will be because of the fabulous writing composed by the author you can find on Reddit under the username Bloody Spaghetti, all one word. I know we have all heard a dozen different werewolf stories. I mean, at least. (laughs) I found a unique one, though, that will spin you on your head. Not everything is what you think it is. (laughs) 
submitted for the approval of the guild with dim light anxiety, I called this story. The Tale of the Werewolf Hunter Titled, Cut the Werewolf This morning my son Cory called out to me again. He once again recited his infamous catchphrase to me. Hey Dad, I caught another werewolf. My son, Cory, hunts werewolves. He has hunted them ever since he was a child. He caught his first when he was nine years old. Back then, there were no cell phones or computers to entertain every kid. They had to use their creativity and more practical games to have fun. Cory was no different. He was very, very imaginative and spent his days talking about fantasy worlds, movies, and books with his classmates. That and playing ball. My son had an amazing throw. You wouldn't think it was a kid's arm that chucked an object, judging by the force. We haven't played ball in a while, but to be honest, I don't think I could keep up with him at my age. Corey grew up to be something of a giant. <laughs> he got it from his mother's sides. I'm certainly not that big. However, at some point, the entire town was talking about some ape man lurking around at night with the shiny, bright, flashy eyes. Nobody knew what the hell that thing was. Some people thought it might be Bigfoot or a Yeti or something. I personally never took it seriously. I thought it might be a bear running around looking for food or just some drunk stumbling around. I assumed the flashy eyes were just an invention of some passionate storytelling. Along the way, the kids picked up on that thing too. It was all the rage. Kids spoke about the great human-like shadow walking around under their windows at night. Others claimed they've met the creature or had spoken to it. Apparently, Beaton's kid called the thing a talking gorilla. While some people were getting concerned, most of us didn't get too bothered with childish imagination and conspiracy theories. No one was getting hurt, so none of us adults ever really bothered checking what was behind the sightings. One morning, Cory came to have breakfast and said that the ape man was actually a werewolf. I asked him why he decided it was a werewolf. So he told me he watched it from his window. The creature showed up at night and its bright eyes shone at my son, waking him up. Looking at the window, he saw a strange creature covered in hair with its back turned to the window. He said the creature was moving its arms back and forth near its legs before howling and running off into the darkness. My wife wasn't too pleased with my son being awake in the middle of the night. I thought it was probably just some local fauna that caught Chloe's attention.
Cory wouldn't stop talking about the supposed werewolf for months. Werewolf this, werewolf that. He tried to convince his friends that the strange creature was a werewolf, which led to a fight between a few of them. It was getting tiresome to hear constantly about this werewolf. But what could we do? The kid had an active imagination. Some kind of wildlife was roaming around our small town at night. The kid thought it was a mythical beast. But what do we do? Catch the animal to prove him otherwise? We let him have his fun. One day he asked me, Dad, what should I do if the werewolf gets too close? I told him, You have a strong arm. Just throw something at it. He'll run away from you. He smiled at me, thanked me, and ran off to play with his friends. I thought little of it. Three days later, in the middle of the night, Corey comes to our bedroom and nudges me awake. Hey, Dad? Yeah, kiddo? I asked him, still half asleep. I caught a werewolf, he says, the glee obvious in his voice. Buddy, it's the middle of the night. You should go to bed. Just just like the werewolf probably went to bed. I groaned, turning in my bed. He's in my room right now. I saw his bright eyes shining through the closet door. It... As he said that, I felt a knife twist in my chest. My whole body turned cold, and I bounced out of bed. He's never had his imaginary friend or monsters come over. This werewolf thing, no one ever said it showed up in their houses. Just lurked around in the windows at night. It began to click for me. Come on, Corey. Show me where this werewolf is. I whispered, attempting to maintain my composure as I walked my son towards his room. My wife woke up and asked what happened. I told her Corey put the werewolf to sleep. She raised a thumb in approval, smiled her beautiful smile, and returned to her slumber. Corey and I walked straight up to his room. The door was wide open. A familiar sight caught my vision. A camera. My mind went into overdrive. His shining eye. Singular. Every time Corey mentioned a shining eye, it was one eye. A single eye. A lens. It wasn't an eye. It was a lens. Everything started to make sense and my body tensed up. My stomach nodded and my heart was trying to break through my ribcage. I was so worried something had happened to my Corey. Son of a bitch. I muttered under my breath. What? No, don't stop there. I would just want to see what's in this room. <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories. I love how it interprets what kids say. But that mostly has to do with the ending. You'll just have to wait and see what I mean. 
when we get to the final part. Dun dun dun! <laughs> well, you heard it too. What do you think? Was it scary enough? Or better question, can you do better? Can you scare the laughter out of me? Now for the details. Today's writing prompt is inspired by a common scenario in horror. The real question is, what can you do to make it new? Much like today's author did with the werewolves, it's all about bringing the thing back to life. Here's your bone to play with. You conquered death. He is now paralyzed to your will. He says he will give you one wish to set him free. Use those sentences as inspiration or use the whole exact sentences in your story. Either way, let them lead you to your nightmare. What do you wish for? Is it a trap? What did you do to get here? All good questions to consider while weaving your web. Once you're able to squeeze a story out of your brain, send it to my email for a chance to have it come to life on this podcast. <laughs> if you don't know my email, just check the website. Links to my email and all my social media accounts are on the website, as well as so much more. Like, I can't even tell you. There's even little Easter eggs. <laughs> What is the website, you ask? Well, that's easy. It's just the name of the podcast with a .com at the end. That's dimlightanxiety.com. Speaking of stories, let's give one final shout-out to the author of our nightmares this week. You can find him on Reddit under the username Bloody Spaghetti. If you enjoyed their story and or today's episode, please give me a like, follow, subscribe, review, any platform you use to listen to today's story. Just something as simple as that really helps these writers get the attention they deserve. If you are feeling really passionate about this podcast, tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Tell a stranger. <laughs> Let them all leave laughing scared. <laughs> all right. I think that just about covers it. If you have any questions or feel like I didn't answer something thoroughly enough for your taste, just reach out. You know what the website is. For now, however, we are going to finish today's story. We left off with the dad finally opening the door and swearing at the sight he witnessed. Let's see what that was. Enjoy, if you dare. The door was open ajar, and Corey exclaimed pridefully, Look, I told you it was a werewolf! I stood there, confused, angry, and fearful. My mind was racing, my heart was struggling to follow, and my stomach was about to inject the contents through every orifice I had. I was losing touch with reality for, for a moment there. Corey's triumphant calls urging me to look at the fallen creature refocused my mind. But only for a second. Imagine my shock. What I was looking at was a 
freakishly tall, hairy man with a gigantic beard lying naked next to my son's bed with a pen stuck deep within his eye. I declare this meeting of the Guild with Dim Light Anxiety closed. Until next week, hopefully you don't see any bright eyes outside your windows. Creepy real! <laughs>